I wonder if them bottles with messages in ever reach anyone. Not that I have a bottle, nor a pen, nor paper, but I can write. Mr Joseph, one of my mother's gentlemen, taught me a bit of English for, well, an exchange of services that she provided for him, if you know what I mean. My mum, being a woman of principle, wanted me to have a learning so as I might make something more of my life than she did. But it didn't turn out that way. I had to laugh. Me and Mr Foxlip side by side, hands stretched out in front of us, holding onto the oar, kicking our feet, paddling away, going where? Nothing but horizon on all sides of us. How, I thought, did I make it into this predicament? My dad was a sailor. He was a ship's carpenter like me. That's how Mr Foxlip and him knew each other. I didn't know him very well. He died when I was six years old, but I remember when Mr Foxlip came round and told my mum and me the news. Then Mr Foxlip moved in. Well, at least for a few weeks until he was off back to sea again. I helped him pile his things in the corner. Those were the happiest days of my life. Every morning he took me down to the docks at Tilbury, where he was repairing his ship. He got me hammering nails into nothing in particular, so as I thought I was doing something important. And in the evening, he took me to the tavern and sat me in the corner, and I'd watch as the sailors talked and laughed and cheered and sometimes scrapped. Mr Foxlip would hold forth with some big story or another. And every so often, he'd come over hold me under the arms and lift me high up onto the bar top. This here is William Polgrave, he would say, son of the late Edward William Polgrave, the properest gentleman I ever knew and the best friend I ever had. And that's how it would be. Every so often, Uncle Foxlip would show up with his things and his stories and everything would change for a few weeks. Until, of course, my mum died owing to one of those things you catch doing what she did for a living. Mr Foxlip got me a job down at the docks. I was nine years old by then and getting very clever with the hammer. So I was made apprentice carpenter of the yard, earning a pittance doing repairs to the ships as they were doing their turnaround. Mr Foxlip was doing ever so well in those days. He was earning a fortune on one of those big merchant ships. Said I should join him one day. But, uh, well, that was before his troubles. It was a full 15 years before I saw him again. And when I did, he was a lowly carpenter on a stinking naval frigate. I'd run into some troubles of my own after a few years down at the docks. Stapleton, the new dock foreman, took exceptions to me for some reason or another. And when he found out that I'd been selling a few things, which as God is my witness, I took to be waste. Well, I was out on my ear. So, what choice did I have except following the footsteps of my father and ply my craft on the high seas, which I did for a full ten year? I don't tell you the suffering and the pain that I, uh, I went through on behalf of His Majesty's Navy, earning little more than I did when I was a kid who showed up on the quayside with a hammer in their hand. It was only by luck that me and Mr Foxlip saw each other again. We were getting paid off in Tilbury exactly the same time. He was full of a plan. Said we should get a gig on a ship going south. Said we should jump 
find our way to Australia somehow. Said we could earn our fortune in gold and be rid of this nonsense once and for all. Said he knew a few guys that had done it and they were living the lives of kings. So, what else did I have? I went along with it and that's how we ended up as crew members on the Sweet Judy. That's how we ended up under that fool Captain Roberts, the only idiot. And that's how we ended up in the storm. Only thing we kept hold of was that silly oar. All the rest of it went up in the air with the others and the boat. We were wearing some life jackets. So we managed to get washed up here on this shore. Don't know what's going to happen now. Mr Foxlip said that we were at least a month away from Port Mercy when the storm hit. That's why I'm looking back instead of forward. That's why I'm thinking of letters in bottles instead of Mr Foxlip who lies next to me with a fever. Should never have left that girl on the deck of the sinking sweet Judy. My mum wouldn't have been pleased if she'd known we did that.